you know you are capable of more because you have a burning desire to get the absolute most out of your career and life, to starve your fears, to follow your dreams, and to realize your true potential. And we are going to do that together. This is the Own Your Career, Own Your Life podcast. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Own Your Career Show. I am your host, Andy Storch, and I am on a mission to teach and inspire more people to own their careers and do what they can to prepare for the future. That's what this show is all about. That's what my book is all about. That's what my mission is all about. And I appreciate you joining me on this mission and coming along with me. If you haven't read my book yet, it's called Own Your Career, Own Your Life. It's available on Amazon. You can also find other options and bonus resources on my website, ownyourcareerownyourlife.com. And today we are talking about mindset, which is my fifth step in owning your career. Actually, is it the fourth step? Fourth step in owning your career uh, in many of the keynote presentations I give. It's also a chapter in the book about owning your career. And some say it's really like the foundation to everything we need to do and know uh, when it comes to owning our career and really living a great life. So what is mindset? Well, for me, it may be a little bit different for everybody, but for me, your mindset is essentially your outlook, it's your perception on life and on the world. Uh, Because everything that happens, whether it be to us, with us, around us, or in other places, uh, we interpret those experiences, those actions, the things that happen, we interpret those through our own lens and through our own mind and our own outlook and our own mindset. And how we interpret those things comes down to our mindset. If you think that the world is a horrible place with lots of negative, terrible people who are always doing things, bad things to you, uh, to each other, uh, then that is the world you live in. Uh, But if you think that the world is a wonderful place full of great and kind and generous people who are always helping each other out and you're giving people the benefit of the doubt, that is the world you live in. And if there's one thing I've learned over the last couple of years, it's that people's perceptions are their realities. So your perception is the reality that you live in. Now, there's a lot of things going on in the world that you cannot control and uh, are are always going to be out of our control. So when I talk about mindset, there are two main things that I want you to focus on working on. And there are a lot of benefits to this. So coming back to the the perception piece, uh, there are going to be a lot of things that are out of our control. We're going to be handling and facing a lot of challenges in our career and in our life. Um, These challenges could be as simple as um, things, you know, a a project coming up that you don't want to work on, needing to work late when you don't want to work, your kids uh, being stubborn and and not listening to you. I deal with that all the time. Um, You know, having too many things on your schedule, feeling overwhelmed by stuff, uh, dealing with health challenges, relationship challenges, financial challenges, uh, making a mistake at work, getting tough feedback, um, it, the, the challenges are endless, really, all the things that we deal with and, um, you know, get to face on a regular basis. And what I found is that the more work you do ahead of time with regards to your mindset, the more it pays off over time because you are now prepared for those challenges. So this mindset work, I think of like, um, you know, lifting weights at the gym uh, you wouldn't wait until the day you have to lift, some, lift something heavy 
you would be training for that for months to uh, train your muscles to get stronger and stronger and stronger so that um, if the day comes that you need to lift something heavy, you are prepared for that. There's nothing you could do about it in the moment if you're not ready for it. And so I'm always training my muscles, by the way. I go to the gym and lift weights often, but I'm also also training my mind by reading and learning uh, things like what we're talking about today. So what can you do? Here's the two things that I really focus in on, and I'm going to break those down. One is uh, developing a growth mindset, and one is developing an ownership mindset. So let's talk about what it means to develop a growth mindset. Now, this comes from a book called Mindset, The New Psychology for Success by Dr. Carol Dweck. Uh, She's a professor at Stanford University. And uh, this book, when I read it back in, I think, 2016, absolutely changed my life. It changed everything because I realized that I had grown up and operated for a long time with a fixed mindset and I needed to make some changes to operate more with a growth mindset. Now, what does that mean? If you haven't read uh, her book, Dr. Dweck's book, I highly recommend it. If you want a shorter version, I summarize everything in my book, Own Your Career, Own Your Life. Uh, And uh, of course, there's a whole chapter on mindset in there, and then I'll talk about it here. Uh, In that book, Dr. Dweck posits that most people operate with one of two different types of mindsets. The first is a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset means that we believe that most things in life are fixed. They do not change, including the potential is very limited. And so when we see people or look at our own abilities, we think that we are either smart or we're not. We are creative or we're not. We're athletic or we're not. We're good at something or we're not good at it. Obviously, we can train and get better at things. It's not um, completely limited. But... Um, we think that, you know, we're generally good at some things and not good at others. And that may be, there may be some truth to that. Uh, however, what she noticed was that people who have more of a fixed mindset, when they run into challenging situations, they quit and run away. If they're given an opportunity to take either an easy test or a hard test, they'll take the hard test, I'm sorry, the easy test because they don't want to fail because they really fear failure. And that is how I grew up truly fearing failure. I did not want to fail. And so I would... Uh, go for more of those easy tasks. If I ran into something really hard, um, then I would quit. Now, people with a growth mindset, uh, she said, uh, believe that things are not fixed, that we can always grow, that we can always improve. You may not be the best in the world, but uh, you can absolutely increase your intelligence. You can absolutely increase your abilities. You can become more creative. You can become more artistic. You could become more athletic. Uh, you can lean into sports and other activities that maybe you didn't think you were very good at before, and you can really invest time and effort in those things, and you can absolutely improve, even if it's not something that maybe you see as one of your core strengths. And uh, with that sort of mindset, that, that idea that we can always improve, we're willing to try lots of things and even try hard things and not worry too much about failure because uh, failure is an opportunity to improve, right? It's an opportunity to learn and to improve. So when we look at, uh, she said, people with a growth mindset who are facing a decision on whether to take, say, or they're given an opportunity to take either an easy test or a hard test, people with growth mindsets will gravitate more towards the harder, more challenging exams, uh, tests, because they want to really test their abilities 
and it's they know it's an opportunity to learn that that if you take an easy test and you get in you know you get that A you do really well on it uh, maybe it feels kind of good to to do well and feel like you know stuff but you also know that you're not learning much and therefore you're not growing or improving and it's not going to serve you very well or not really help you very much in the future and so it's better to adopt this growth mindset to seek out the more difficult challenges and uh, take advantage of those and know that, you know, if you did the more difficult one, if you got some stuff wrong, that's okay because you are on the road to growth. You are on the road to improvement. So when you really think about it, um, I believe that with a growth mindset, there really is no such thing as failure. There is only learning and growth, right? And yes, there is failure, right? And I think failure is... Uh, sort of a relative term. But for me, failure means, uh, and I think in broadly failure means that you attempted to do something and it didn't go the way you wanted, right? It didn't work out the way you wanted, whatever that may be, you know? So I uh, I played basketball this morning and I took some shots and some went in and some didn't, right? Were the shots that I took that didn't go in, were they failures? I don't know, it's up to you. Um, I take a more narrow view of failure and think, the only failure, and this is hard to look at it this way sometimes, but with a growth mindset, there's no failure, only learning and growth. The only failure is not trying to do things. So if you have a dream, you have an idea, you have something that you truly want to do, and you don't do it because you are afraid of rejection or failure or judgment, then that's a failure. So if you, you have something you really want to do and you don't do it um, for whatever reason, then maybe that's the failure. But if you try it and it doesn't work out, that's okay. At least you tried. At least you gave it a shot. And when I developed this growth mindset, when I read this book and I made this pivot and I made this shift, I found that I was able to try a lot more things. I was able to start really building things. I was able to pursue my dream of running my own business, of building a personal brand, of hosting a conference, of hosting podcasts, like all these things that I've done. Think about it. Since I started this journey, this personal development journey in 2017, I've launched uh, three different podcasts. Uh, I've left my corporate consulting job to, to become an independent consultant and then run my own business. Um, I've hosted a conference. I've published a book. Um, I've overcome COVID and cancer and built a business around that. I've hosted virtual summits. Um, I've tried lots of different things, and some of them didn't work out as I expected or planned, uh, but some of them did, and I keep building on that. And every time something doesn't work out, we say, okay, what can we learn from this? And let's find ways to improve and move on. And I think having that growth mindset has truly, truly, truly helped me uh, really do so many more things, make so much more progress. Um, I know a lot of people look at me and ask, how the heck does he do all the things that he does? And I think a big reason is developing this growth mindset, this belief that there's really no failure and not worrying about failure, rejection, judgment, all those things that I really used to worry about a lot in the past and don't worry about as much anymore. So if you have been operating with more of a fixed mindset, and I would encourage you to be honest with yourself, if you've been operating with more of a fixed mindset, think about how you can make a pivot, make a change to more of a growth mindset. I recommend you read my book. I recommend you read uh, Dr. Dweck's book. Um, and, and start journaling on this and thinking about where you've operated with a fixed mindset and where you've operated with more of a growth mindset and where you'd like to operate with more of a growth mindset and see how that might serve you. Uh, I believe in the corporate space that uh, operating with a growth mindset will spur more innovation 
because it allows people to try more things without uh, worrying too much about failure. Uh, and that's where innovation comes from. It's like trying those crazy things that you know, a lot of people think like, oh, that'll never work. And then they try it and sometimes it doesn't work and sometimes it does. And uh, that's where the new ideas, the, the innovation comes from. So uh, that's the way I prefer to live. I'm trying to raise my children that way and encourage others. Uh, and I'm noticing a lot of companies are also kind of adopting this growth mindset, uh, encouraging their people to adopt growth mindset. A lot of schools as well. I'm very happy to see that both of my kids' teachers in school have a, you know, are teaching around this idea of growth mindset. And uh, when we do, if we are um, helping our children with this, uh, the key there is to focus more on effort than results. Uh, and so you care more about the effort your child put into uh, preparing for a test than the actual results of the test. So if you know your kid worked his or her butt off and they still got a C, you could be disappointed in the C, but you can still congratulate them for working really hard and say, okay, what can we do to improve uh, for the future? Uh, versus the kids uh, like me when I was growing up who didn't study very much and still got A's. Um, I mean, you can congratulate them on the A, but uh, my kids know that I'm not that impressed if you didn't work that hard, right? And so we focus more on the effort than the results. Uh, still a work in progress. It's, it's, it's not easy to do that um, because it's more natural to focus on results in every particular situation. Um, okay, so that's growth mindset. The other thing I want to talk about is operating with an ownership mindset. So when you operate with an ownership mindset, it means that you focus all of your energy, most of your energy on the things that are within your control. So focus most of your energy on things that are within your control and try to limit the amount of energy and effort you put into things that are outside of your control. So for example, what's outside of your control? Well, politics, the world economy, um, your company's leadership, um, you know, what happens with the, those executive board meetings, uh, your boss, your spouse, your kids, your pets, um, other people around you, your colleagues, these things are all outside of your control. We like to think that we can control maybe our kids, our spouse, our pets. Uh, we can certainly influence. We have a lot of influence there, um, but you can't control any of them. The other night, um, I was trying to actually, was it yesterday? I was trying to call my dog to come over to me and he just looked at me and he didn't budge. He didn't move. He didn't even like think about it. I can't control the dog anymore that I can control my kids or people, right? We could influence. I certainly could put a, a piece of meat in my hand and that dog will come, uh, but I can't control. So, uh, but, but we notice people spending lots of energy and time on things that are outside of their control. So for example, you may know people, maybe it's you, but you may know people who spend a lot of time watching cable news and agonizing about politics. And I'm not saying that politics are not important uh, obviously, we're talking about people that run our country and our world, etc. Um, but other than voting every two to four years, there's not a lot we can control. And so I oftentimes think spending lots and lots of hours worrying about something you can't control is agonizing and doesn't really produce anything uh, positive in our own lives, right? So I prefer to spend most of my energy on things that I can control. So what is in my control? How I show up? in any given situation for my family, for my friends, for my colleagues, right, in my community, uh, how I react to situations when they happen. So like we're going to face challenges. We're, like I said earlier, things are going to come up. Uh, how do I respond 
to those situations, right? When I face a challenge at work. Uh, yesterday, I received an email with feedback on a program that I run, and it was very constructive feedback uh, from someone saying that it wasn't really serving them that well, and they'd like to see some changes made. And it stings in the moment. How I respond to that is within my control. I can say, you know, ah, screw you, you don't know anything. Or I can say, uh, well, thank you so much for your feedback. I really appreciate this. I'm going to take this in consideration. And then I can start to look at what changes I might need to make or not. And that's going to influence my personal brand, which I talked about in previous episodes, right? Your personal brand is your reputation, what people think about you and say about you. And oftentimes that's greatly influenced by how you respond to certain situations. So um, taking an ownership mindset means you focus mostly on the things that are within your control. And that includes how you show up, how you respond, how you interact with other people and how you treat other people, right? So are you treating people around you with kindness and with um, positivity, with generosity? Are you collaborating? Are you being helpful? Uh, or are you walking away from people? You're only taking care of yourself. You're only worried about yourself. Um, I also talk often about this idea of having uh, operating with an abundant mindset versus a scarcity mindset. And with an abundant mindset, <clears throat> so this would actually be the third piece. I said there'd be two, but there's actually three important components, I believe, to developing a great mindset. Um, with a, an abundant mindset, we believe that there is no shortage of money, success, or happiness in the world. So let me repeat that, say it a different way. I believe that there is an unlimited amount of money, happiness, and success and love in the world. There's an unlimited amount of money, success, happiness, and love in the world. There is no shortage. There is no limit. If one person you know achieves success, makes more money, marries the love of his or her life, um, and is really, really happy, that person is not taking any of those things away from you. Yeah, you can still achieve just as much, if not more. Uh, there is no shortage. There is no limit on the amount of money, success, happiness, or love in the world. And therefore, we don't need to root against others. We don't need to compete against others in life. Uh, I get very competitive in sports, but we don't need to compete against each other in, in life. Um, a scarcity mindset is when you believe that there is a limit. There is a shortage of these things, and you need to look, after, look out for yourself and not help others, right? So I believe in operating with an abundant mindset. Now, there are some exceptions out there to my rule about no limit on success, money, happiness, et cetera. You could work for a small group in a company where uh, there is only one promotion available and you are actually competing against someone else for that promotion. And it's quite possible that your colleague gets the promotion and you don't. But still in that situation, I don't I would not want to be rooting against that person. I might be disappointed if I don't get it. Um, but I'm going to be happy for them and ask, what can I learn from them so that I can achieve more in the future? So I'm going to be looking at that and ask, what can I learn? Uh, how can I be inspired by these people? We're getting into sort of this idea of comparison. We'll, we'll talk more about that later. Um, but what can I learn? How can I be inspired by them? But operating with an abundant mindset. Now, getting back to the ownership mindset, there's another component of that. Uh, all of these things come together, to develop your really your resilient mindset, uh, which is that you believe that Everything in life happens for you instead of to you. So everything in life is a blessing. 
So everything in life happens for you and not to you, and everything in life is a blessing. Even the really hard things, even the things that we wouldn't choose to go through that we wouldn't want to face, um, but they're happening anyway. Uh, I believe that it's better to choose to see them as a blessing, as something that's happening for me, and that allows me to turn these challenges into opportunities. And when we face these big challenges, and you will face many challenges in your life, right? Health, relationships, career, financial, um, spiritual, etc. Um, there are three questions I like to ask whenever these challenges come up. Uh, and these questions are in my book, and you can also get them on my website. Uh, question number one is, what can I learn from this? Sorry, question number one is, what's great about this? Uh, so looking for the silver linings in every situation. Uh, when COVID hit and completely shut down my business, before that I had been traveling all around the world. And when that happened, uh, I was home now with my family every day, and I've been mostly home with them since then. And it's been a real blessing in disguise because I got to spend a lot more time with my family. It also um, accelerated my path to truly starting my own business and building a business around my book. Uh, and I don't know if that would have happened at least as fast as it did if it wasn't for COVID. Uh, the second question is, what can I learn from this? Uh, and so, you know, in every mistake, every challenge that we face, there's usually a lesson buried in there somewhere, um, something that we can learn from that situation. Uh, I'm always asking, what can I learn from each of these challenges? And then the third question is, what does this make possible? Because when we face that challenge, oftentimes when you get laid off and you lose that job at work, it opens you up to start looking for new opportunities. And maybe you find an even better job when uh, you break up with a, a lover or a friend. Uh, perhaps that opens up bandwidth for you to go meet somebody else that you never would have met otherwise, right? And when I de developed cancer in the end of 2020 and I went through treatment, it was really hard uh, going through that treatment and everything I did in the first part of 2021, and I'm perfectly fine now, um, but I chose to see that as a blessing, and I truly believe it was a blessing, and what it made possible for me was that I'm now able to help other people who are facing similar challenges, right? So anybody who goes through cancer, I had a friend reach out to me recently because he was diagnosed with cancer, and he knew I'd been through that experience, and he wanted to ask my advice. So now I get to help other people who are facing those situations. Um, by the way, if you or anyone you know is dealing with cancer, I have a free document that I have on my website available to anybody who's dealing with that, um, just sharing some of my experience, my research recommendations, advice, etc. cetera. Uh, you can grab that at andystorch.com slash cancer. That's andystorch.com slash cancer. All right, so I will wrap things up here. Um, remember, developing a growth mindset really, really helps you uh, do lots of different things, not worry as much about failure and rejection. Um, an ownership mindset means that you focus on things that are within your control and worry less about things that are outside of your control. Uh, everything in life happens for you. When you're facing challenges, ask the three, three questions. What's great about this? What can I learn from this? And what does this make possible? And remember an abundant mindset. There is an unlimited amount of success, happiness, uh, money, and love in the world. So root for everyone around you and give to others freely and believe that it will come back to you. Uh, if you want more, again, I have a book called Own Your Career, Own Your Life. Talk about all this in the mindset chapter in my book. Uh, the three questions to ask when you face a big challenge, those are in the book, as well as in the bonus resources on my website, ownyourcareerownyourlife.com. Uh, go check those out, hit the bonus section, and you can download all of that stuff. Thank you again for listening. I appreciate you. I hope you go out and own your career and your life. Cheers.